Hello, and welcome to season two of What the Tech. Now, this is a podcast, again, devoted to exploring the world of technology, and for this series, specifically, artificial intelligence. And today, we'll actually be focusing on what skills we need to stay ahead of the curve from marketing in the age of AI. Now, my guest today is Tony Boomenglog. He's an expert in AI technologies for digital marketing and AI. We'll actually be discussing the top five AI skills that are essential for success in 2023 and beyond. So let's get right into it. Tony, let's go. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Always good to have you. I, I'm curious, if you were a, like to create an AI version of yourself as an animal, what would it be? Oh, man, that's, uh, that's a tough one because I have so many different animals that I wish I could be. But I think um, I would actually pick my, my dog. He's Your a dog? Yeah, my dog. Uh, he's a Chihuahua Shepherd mix and a Terrier mixed in as well. So he's just got this like big personality, but, um, he's so smart. And I wish that, you know, sometimes we could just channel his intelligence to do like smarter things instead of actually like working against us, you know, he's pretty stubborn. So, but I feel like, um, that'd be really cool to have kind of like a way to, you know, communicate with, you know, my, uh, my, uh, rescue pup. So. I love it. I'm a huge yeah. animal fan. You know, I, I got a cat problem in my house. So, uh, and I, I've had dogs, a lot of dogs over my life. Uh, don't have one right now, my, predominantly because I, I travel too much to, to like take care of it. And so we were spending a ton of money on our pup, but, uh, yeah, man's best friend as yeah. like an AI alternative of ourself that that's, I like that a lot. Yeah. Just get it, get them to the next level. That'd be awesome. That's right. Uh, so I, I know we're going to jump in here, but, you know, I specifically want to talk about just conceptually what AI has done to marketing uh, and, and specifically how that has, you know, kind of helped you frame your ideas around what those top skills in leveraging AI would look like specific to marketing. So I want to give uh, you an opportunity just to kind of set the stage for where, where AI is making the biggest impact in, uh, in um, the marketing departments inside of companies and then specifically what are those top skills you think are necessary to take you into the next age of marketing yeah, absolutely i think the biggest impact for ai and marketing is efficiency um you know we all have been there where we're just in that content marketing hamster wheel where we're just creating content pieces of content after pieces of content either blog posts or videos or whatnot um you know ebooks and, and white papers. And obviously AI now just changes the game in terms of speed and how to get those executed. So that's the biggest impact, um, from my opinion. And the second, um, if, if we had to prioritize them would be just, um, the quality of work, um, in terms of communications. So with, you know, email marketing and even, um, connecting with each other. Um, AI helps us become better writers, become better communicators. Um, I know ChatGPT has looked at some of the stuff that I've written and made suggestions on how to communicate this better, um, you know, with a client or business partner. So those two things, it's just the speed and there's a little bit of quality, more quality of communications. Um, and then in terms of like five skills, essential skills for marketers um, with AI and 
maybe even business owners and, and founders and, you know, high growth companies. I would say, um, the first one would be the, the art and science of asking the right questions or prompts. Number two would be, you know, connecting all the departments and all the dots together as a, uh, as a whole with AI. Um, number three, uh, and, and this is pretty straightforward is like the creativity and creativity management. Um, I would also call this like the, how to become like an AI operator to use that tool. And the fourth would be just marketing AI tools in general, just how many different tools there are and what, what skills you can develop with all these different tools at your disposal. And the last and probably my favorite is the emotional intelligence or the human element of things, like how to build those skills so that way you can run AI as effective as possible. I love that uh, that term you coined, uh, the AI operator. Such a great, great term. And I, I think that living in the world of AI is going to give us a lot of opportunities uh, for, for people that maybe are smaller to compete with the big boys as well. And, um, you know, as well as creating even new, uh, I mean, positions within companies where like, hey, you've got an AI engineer, you've got an AI operator, you know, you've got, uh, you know, just teams of people that understand this technology because it's, it's changing so quickly. You know, when I talk to people about AI and some of the tools that I use to be efficient, like, it blows their mind. And I'm like, I've been doing this for years. Like, this is not new to me. So like, it doesn't blow my mind anymore. But what does blow my mind are some of the things that they're spinning off of the chat GPTs um, or the bards that uh, are leveraging that large language model to, uh, you know, do artwork or create specific documentation or to, uh, you know, eventually they're going to be able to figure out how to do this video uh, in a good way where it literally will, you know, emulate your voice and almost deep fake you. And then you'll be able to create videos on mass that look really like they're you. I mean, that that's pretty cool stuff. Um, so I, I'm curious with those top five skills, how does one prepare themselves, you know, to, to really focus and learn some of these things? Because there's not a lot of documentation out there, but there seems to be a lot of content where people are teaching. So like, how are you educating yourself to kind of be at the forefront? Yeah, so I recently gave um, a seminar for this nonprofit and advised them on how to use it for their um, organization. And one of the things I like to say, um, and just with training a lot of you know marketing teams, is like you can't learn how to swim by reading a book. You just have to jump in the pool. So I encourage them to just download ChatGPT. I know it's kind of new and and a little bit scary for some people, but start playing around with it and start really just swimming in the pool. Get your toe, you know, dip your toe in the water, get your feet wet. I think that's the best way to really do it. Um, even if you're scared, just do it anyway. Or if you don't know what you're doing, just go ahead and start uh, applying the tool um, from just a basic kind of like getting your feet wet level. But the best way obviously is with um, self-education with YouTube. I think that YouTube is just so much faster um, in terms of learning and with updated content. Like we can't wait for a course to come out that's maybe six months behind. Whereas you see all these content creators, um, especially the ones that are just, you know, like for you, for example, that have used it for months ahead of, of the curve. Um, you get, you learn so much more from people that are just doing it every day and, publishing content and you might not retain a um, majority of it, but you're going to get, you know, the, 
you're, you're going to get that edge faster than if you're waiting around for a course or if you're trying to learn from other people, just self-learning, watch some videos, try to retain as much as possible and then apply it um, immediately and just play around with it. I think is the best way to learn just because it's changing so fast. So, well, you're talking about self-learning and I think that's so important. How could, uh, you know, companies encourage and assure that their teams are up to date with the latest developments in AI um, specifically to what might be impactful for their organization to grow and scale? Yeah, I think, um, you know, especially if you have a larger company, you'll find people that are kind of the early adopters of AI and they're, you know, those like um, influencers within the company. They're kind of like the centers of excellence. Like they already know AI enough to maybe even teach it or create um, some kind of like LMS for their company, a learning management system. So way they can kind of disperse that knowledge. So I would tap to tap all the nerds that you work with or the geeks that you work with just to be like, Hey, what do you know about AI? Let's, um, let's just meet up and start talking about this and just get the conversation started. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, especially in your growing company, uh, growing tech company, like there's going to be people out there that are doing this on the side. So that's probably the best source of knowledge for, um, for businesses is just to tap their existing resources. Um, and there are, you know, consultants out there that can help you, but I think the fastest way is just to get your own, team to start to learn um, together. Yeah, that's a good point. So how do you think, uh, just in the area of marketing, and then you can maybe broadly touch on some of the other things you've seen, uh, how have jobs changed with the emergence of AI technologies, and maybe just specifically to, to marketing, but then broadly? Yeah, I think, um, you know, everybody wants to have, wants to hire people that are familiar with AI and have the AI skills, the AI chops to um, enhance their um, roles and responsibilities. And I think that's, that's changing is, you know, from a recruiting standpoint that people are specifically looking for AI skills and proof that you actually know how to work AI. Um, and in terms of job um, from the other side, you know, for job candidates, I think um, I've seen stories where people are just using AI to write their resumes now. And they're not even getting through um, the AI resume filters because it's just blatant AI and it's taking the same stuff as from somebody else's resume and putting it into your own. So it's kind of like shaking things up that way um, because people are using AI versus using like that human element that I was talking about to really create their own narrative um, with the resume, with a cover letter, with even their interview um, skills. So, you know, it's kind of a, a balance. Like people are, want the AI skills, but when you're applying for jobs, you might want to just stick to the human element and be true to yourself instead of using AI for everything to try to get to that job. But I think um, in general, um, I think, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's about the human element. It's not, AI selecting and interviewing, not yet, at least uh, candidates. So we still have to make sure that AI is just that tool to get us more polished, more presentable for that job versus trying to create this story um, that's not necessarily, you know, focused on the human element. Yeah, so that takes me back to this belief that uh, authenticity is so important. And I, I, I do think there's some scary parts of the AI, and I'm not even talking about like Skynet sort of stuff. I'm thinking like if 
people don't know how to, to be creative or to think critically about things, I think they're never going to lose the, or use that or be able to develop that um, or, or be comfortable putting themselves in those uncomfortable situations um, if they leverage it too much. So I, I think you still have to be able to work on some of those skills, but never uh, forget the fact that you'll be left behind if you're not applying AI where you should, right? Especially for efficiency purposes. And I, you know, I've heard people say, "Hey, AI is great uh, when it's when you're thinking of, hey, I, I, I'm challenged right now because I, I kind of have writer's block. I feel like I've written the same thing maybe over and over again about what it is that we do for organizations or, you know, our company does specifically yep. for our target market. Um, so it can really help." with those to provide maybe some different perspectives or ideas. But at the same time, I, I, I do think it's really important that you continue to develop those other interpersonal skills uh, that uh, are necessary just to interact in our world. Because I think the more we see AI, AI uh, becoming a part of just day-to-day -day processes, the more I think people will value that in-person uh, kind of communication, as well as, you know, like we talked about how powerful video will be because you can't, you may be able to write a script, you know, with AI, but you, to put yourself out there and actually be personable and, you know, maybe funny or likable or credible, like all the things that you need to do business in this world are still skills that you have to practice. So as good as AI might be at, you know, uh, creating that script, you still have to be able to deliver it in, in a meaningful way. Right. Absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, you still have to have that human element. You still have to have that skills, um, skill set. So that way you can really, you don't want to be falling behind. Like you said, you know, um, it's funny. Um, the other day, my wife sent me, uh, an email and she's, you know, a business leader and she got an email about sales, um, a follow-up sales letter. And in the body was, brackets, like insert case study here. And she just was like, this is hilarious. This has got to be chat GPT writing the sales copy for this sales guy that has not left me alone. And <laughs> every email that he sends, and it's probably in a sequence, it's like, you know, insert, you know, branding here, insert company name here. It's like, he just, this guy probably just got too complacent and felt the efficiency of AI or chat GPT or whatever tool he's using. And now he's falling behind. He's not even, you know, putting his reps in his daily reps and he's not getting stronger. He's just using the tool as a set and forget. And it shows, and you know, some people will be aware of it enough to correct that and say, okay, I got to balance it out. But others will just start using it um, without even noticing. So I thought that's, that was really funny and interesting because I think there's going to be a lot of people that, that's what happens to them is just that they fall behind because they're not putting in those reps. So, yeah, those would be, uh, you know, perfect practice makes perfect. Uh, right. is what some of my coaches used to say, and that would not be perfect practice. So, no. you know, you're, you're leveraging a tool. It's like, uh, it's like taking a, uh, a screwdriver when you need a hammer, like that's not going to do the, that's not going to do the job, right? No. Like that's not going to, you know, nail the, the thing to the wall. Uh, so, so I would argue that uh, a part of developing the right skill set with AI is using it properly from the get go, and I, I do think testing and trying things. But you have to proofread it. We we talked exhaustively, uh, exhaustively ab about the uh, hallucinations 
<laughs> that yeah. AI can have sometimes. Like if you're not checking it, it could sound like gibberish, just complete crazy nonsense if you're not careful. So I, I do think it's important that uh, it, as you're building your skill set that you, you're you're checking the work that you're doing. You're not just using it for efficiency's sake. You're actually checking it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it sounds it sounds so simple, but I think that's what happens is that people just, you know, assume like it's good and then they ship it out and then they don't even do like the most basic proofreading. So, yeah, it's it's funny. Hallucinations will sneak in there and you'll get some some some, some wacky surprises. So, um but um yeah. And another thing I just wanted to mention, I was also talking to this this uh, tech guy who flies a lot of custom drones and he's talking about drone racing. And he said that AI is even taking over drone piloting and that they ran uh, a race with a drone pilot, like one of the best guys in the world versus an AI pilot. And the AI pilot won after learning how the top pilot was flying and just basically took over the whole race. So I thought that was like super scary, kind of like Skynet stuff that I'm like, I can't believe that's possible, but there you go. Like that's the efficiency of, you know, learning how AI can really take something and, and put that output out there, but they still had to train it with the top pilot. So, um, that's that human element again, coming back into play. So, yeah, great point. I, yeah. uh, I read something when I was in San Francisco just a, a few weeks ago, um, that they were just now releasing some of the AI driven vehicles that were there. And, uh, literally there were, there were people out there protesting it, trying to make it crash into things. Like that's just ridiculous to me because <laughs> the idea is they're trying to make it safer. Like one of the, the, the most dangerous things our, our teenage kids can do. And I, I get it, it's a rite of passage, but one of the most dangerous things they can do is get in a car with another teenager. Exactly. Like it just is. What if the AI could protect our kids? You know, I don't see it as a bad thing as long as it's, you know, it's maybe watching out in, in such a way. But uh, a lot of people are against it. And I understand some of the, the, the things that they're concerned about. But, you know, even outside of AI for marketing, I think there's so many different applications um, for artificial intelligence that will improve our lives significantly. And this is just one. Think about like the monotonous work that you have to do every single day. It could be drafting a very complicated descriptive email on how, you know, a client needs to do X, Y, or Z to achieve something from their side. And what if you could take all of that and you could use AI to, to, to create a, a simpler way of, of sharing that information with your, your customer, right? That's a perfect example of, of how to do it. One last thing before we close things up here. What yep. advice would you offer someone who really wants to build their career in AI, specifically in the, the marketing arena? Yeah, I think in terms of uh, building your career uh, with AI for marketing, I think um, demonstrating your skills in terms of building out really high quality content, either from video or uh, blog posts or, you know, content in terms of eBooks, um, and using that as, um, uh, kind of like a lead magnet to, to build, uh, a wide high quality audience. So if you can leverage AI to build really great content, even, you know, just writing the scripts for a video or writing the outline for, um, a long form blog post, and then using that to build, um, a high quality audience, I think that would be the best kind of skill for an AI, um, 
uh, focused uh, career in marketing because that's really the name of the game with marketing is building that audience, getting that attention. So if you can leverage AI for high, high quality content, um, you know, I think you'll be wildly successful with whatever uh, path you choose with marketing. Awesome. Great insights. Well, that brings us to our conclusion of today's episode of What the Tech. I want to thank my friend Tony here for coming in and giving us some juicy nuggets, as he always does. And I I would encourage you, if you'd like to hear more about uh, technology solutions, ways to apply that to your business and how to, you know, supercharge your growth uh, for 2023 and beyond, I encourage you to subscribe to the show, share it with your friends and uh, stay connected. We'll see you next week. Take care.